Welcome to episode 49.5 of A Beer with Sam and Peter. Um, nothing special going on this week, Pete. No, no, it's exactly the same as all our other podcasts <laughs> we've ever done. <laughs> uh, except that, um, like, no one's watching us. We've got we've got a whole group of zero people watching us this week um, because we are live. We're um, live for yeah. the first time ever. Isn't it exciting? <laughs> I think it's pretty great. It's not episode A beer with 50. Sam and Peter and everybody else that we know. Yeah, everybody else drinking a beer with us. Yeah. Um, now, this isn't actually episode 50. This is just uh, a little test stream that we decided to chuck up on, yep. on our page as well, yep. just to tide everybody over. Yep. Episode I'm... 49.5. Yep. I, I really felt like we needed to put up something this weekend because uh, just for all the people that we really let down... Um, yeah, for in a surprising, very surprising to me at least, turn of events, we actually had some people yep. say, "Come on, guys, where's the ne- next episode?" Yeah, which you know, I I released the episode finally, like we recorded it friggin' two weeks ago or yep. something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and then and then we both of us, like you went to friggin' New Zealand. I was yep. super busy for work. Yeah, I, I went to to Moranbar, out to the mines. Yeah, do you, you have to stay shave your no, I didn't. Again? I didn't. So, so my Kept beard that. could get to the its kind of current, yeah. current level, current um, dishevelled level. Yeah, current, current dishevelled. It's level. it's really awful. He's like the guy. He's like. Does anybody remember the um, the bounty hunter from the SpongeBob movie? Because that's what that's what Peter's like. You just give him a second, he concentrates, and then <laughs> just comes out again. <laughs> you know, oh, Marnie, Josh, you're still listening. Cool. Um, you know, Marty tried to grow a beard. I did, yeah. yeah. Our friend when I tried to... Uh, try. Is he still trying to grow a beard? No, I think he gave Someone up let after us like know. a day or two. Yeah. That's kind of the key. If I could give one piece of advice to people trying to uh, grow a beard, yep. Yep. my beard, it's not amazing. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that, but it's at least got majority coverage. Yeah. Okay? Which I feel is... That's, that's what you're looking for? That's kind of all you really need to yeah. to have to be able to say, oh, I'm a bearded person. Yeah. Um. And the key is to just let it grow because it's going to look fucking disgusting yep. no matter what you do for the first little bit and you just kind of got to let, let it go and it'll get better after a little <laughs> bit of time, I, I feel. There's hope for everybody. There's hope for everybody. Except you, Marnie. There's no hope. You can do it, Marnie. I believe in you. <laughs> everybody should try and grow a beard. Even you, Sam. Oh, I'm not allowed. You're not allowed? Straight up, not allowed. Yeah. Although... I, I, so Ugh. I can't grow a beard. I like my my cheeks are completely smooth and flat, and I think they will be forever. But I can grow a fairly good moustache. Can you grow like a goatee? Yeah, I can grow a goatee. I, so I, I can grow that line, you know, like that guy from um, from like American Restoration <laughs> with the sleeveless denim jacket. I can grow a line, and then it like fills out there. So it's pretty disgusting. I think the only time it would be acceptable for me to bust that one out would be like if I was playing like a musketeer or something or like a civil war reenactor yeah but imagine imagine like d'artagnan from um from three musketeers that's that's what i look like it's pretty disgusting anyway uh so this anyway episode... we're drinking a beer this week yep on, our, on this episode 49.5 god we're just gonna be like really loud and overly enthusiastic yeah i mean 
I mean, episode yeah. 49.5 is pretty significant, Sam. Pretty significant. It's almost episode 50. That's all All what I wanted to get to, 49.5. <laughs> um, yeah, so today we're going to be drinking uh, John Boston's um, Pale Ale called The Point. Uh, yeah, Peter's holding it up. He's been the show girl. Uh, it's a 4.2%, so we're just like bringing it down from the fig jam from last episode, which I still am amazed like that it exists. Seriously. For anybody watching who um, wants to drink some strong beer um, and get it for a reasonable reasonable price, Fig Jam is the way to go, Billy Barranco. Yeah. It was really all good. right. This is a far better beer, I feel. Yeah. But. You want to dink it? I want to dink it. You want to dink it? Cheers, Sam. Cheers, everybody. And cheers, friends, who are hopefully having a beer with us. Yeah. On this, our first ever live episode. I'm just going to keep saying that because it's pretty fun. You That's know? true. That's true. Uh, Josh Josh says that he's only seen three gross chins. The uh, gross no, hairs no, on no, my no, chin. No, his exact comment is the most hairs I've seen uh, on Sammy's chin is about three really gross long ones. Yeah. Which, I feel, which is That's pretty entirely accurate. accurate. <laughs> That's entirely accurate. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's gotten a little better, but still pretty disgusting. Oh, you, you try your best. Yeah, I try, I keep going. Every, I, I, every, I leave that to no, you, Pete. That's, you gotta, that's that's the thing is you, you got to be the thing. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Okay, but yeah, what do you what do you reckon about the beer? I really like it. I'm a pale ale guy. If if I've gotten nothing else from this podcast, it's that I know that I am a pale ale guy, and I can have maybe some conversations about beer. I had a com- I'm constantly having a back and forth with my um, baker. Who I actually, I actually used to work with at Brumbies. Yeah. Uh, Scott, who um, his mate took the time to drink like 183 different beers in like two months. We're getting pretty close. And um, like he ranked them in an Excel spreadsheet. Fantastic. I, I love to get a hold of that and just <laughs> work our way down, see where they sit. Um, anyway, should we start, a, start off um, actually talking shit about stuff? There's a fun, like, descriptor thing on the back of the bottle of this beer, yeah. which I'll just quickly read out before okay. we really get into the meat of this podcast. Is it better than Dos Blocos? Uh, it, it is not. Nothing's better than Dos Blocos, <laughs> Sam. Uh, it says, Benelong Point, where the Sydney Opera House now stands, was the location of the mill where genius John Boston crafted Australia's first beer using corn bittered with love apple stalks. Today, this new beer named in Boston's honour has been brewed in a state-of-the-art brewery and features no corn or stalks, just refreshing pale ale. Oh, that really didn't get funny at all, did it? No, it didn't. That is very straightforward. <laughs> Informative. It even maybe looks like it's written in Comic Sans, which is fun. Yeah, they really broke the budget. Anyway, the beer tastes nice, and that's what's most important. Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to start off the podcast before we get into some serious war movie Dunkirk stuff, which I'm sure will come up. Yeah. Um, I wanted to... Just throw it out there that we're thinking at the moment of uh, having a another podcast, a spin-off. Come in, yeah, and when just becoming like a corporation, little things busting off. But we were Uh, the the Sam and Peter Podcast Network. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be like right (laughs) up there with Max Fun, a Sam and Peter production. Yeah. Um, So we we had a fairly successful, and I think I think it was the only real segment. That um, we've had in the last 50 episodes. Apart from the, the homework movie. Yeah, apart from the homework and, movie. And drinking beer. That's true. I don't know if that's a segment, but it's... I mean... The beer segment? I mean, it's kind of a segment. I it's, guess. It's like, 
you know, it's the it's the start of the podcast, you know? It's That's... like it's generally the start of the podcast. All right. Um don't be dubious <laughs> at me, Sam. <laughs> uh but the yeah, the other segment we've had is Survivor Watch. Um, so that Survivor was Survivor Watch. Oh man, we should totally have get like the music. We up should for have it. prepared for this. We should but, have found the the music. Yeah, it's the but, it's the most preparation you know, we've ever put into anything. Was oh, we could do a live record of the of the Survivor, of the Survivor Watch, Watch theme. Does anybody remember that? You should go try and rustle that one up. It's the one where like Peter <laughs> which, and I which, just... which episode was it from? Because it was the um, last ever Survivor Watch. Yeah, so you can go look that up. Uh, go for this description. It'll be the episode. Uh, where my girlfriend Liv featured in it. So that'll be like in the description somewhere and you can go look that up. But we went into like a darkened room and just made weird mouth noises um, that kind uh, of resemble that, the Survivor theme. Is it called weird mouth noises it might or be something? Called, it might be called weird mouth we noises. We do have one called something like that. Yeah, it could be entirely called that. Someone someone can go and try and find that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to have that be a full-on standalone podcast for this season of Australian Survivor, um, yeah. which is, I think it's in its fifth episode now. Um, so, so we've kind of missed the, the start. Yeah, Peter's going to have to get caught up and then we're going to um, have to talk about it. It is absolutely um, as ridiculous as the first one. There's not there's not quite a Dez character, Pete, unfortunately. Well, why would I watch it then? Well, there's like a, there's a guy called uh, Tarzan, who's this like old what? hairy dude, who's kind of like Dez if Dez was actually not... Just an absolute fucker. All right, I think we need to like actually get properly into it and okay. and and actually do Survivor Watch now. Okay. So uh, so so what's what's the is it in the same place as it was last season? What do you mean Survivor? Is it the same island? And, oh yeah, and it is in the same island. This is Australian Survivor, guys. The yep. pot is five hundred thousand, and no, we can't move our set to a different island because we don't have any money. Um, so back uh, the same island as last time. Um, I think that's solely so they can use the same cutaways, you know, where you see like a hermit crab crawling along the beach or something. Um, whole new group of people. Uh, I would say that the overall caliber of this group is, it's definitely higher. Um, like there's just, uh, I remember, do you remember the first episode of the first season of Survivor? Yes. It was, was like, it, like the best episode, <laughs> Sam, where we had the likes of Dez. Uh, <laughs> Fan favorite characters like yeah, Dave if you guys... and and Peter the Salmon King, the Salmon King, and the bloody uh, like personal detective who was real shit. <laughs> yeah, so we have that kind of thing. We have versions of everybody. So instead of Des talking about the city is, slickers is, and their has, and their has, cafe has, lattes, hey, 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 before before we get into the 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 new survivors, yeah, has like the format changed at all, or is it no, like no, exactly no. the same? Exactly kind of the same. Um, was, was it the exact same? Like everybody's on a beach and they're in their teams and then they've got to yeah. go and run canoe into the middle of the thing and steal a bunch of chickens and stuff. Yeah, it's Survivor. Okay. Is, <laughs> does that happen in every Survivor? I don't yeah, know. I've pretty never, much. I've pretty never much. watched, like... Like, if you've never watched American Survivor, American Survivor's just Australian Survivor if it was better. Pretty much. Right. Um, they just have a bigger budget and I think they've been doing it for a long time. But no, same host, uh, Jonathan, although I just call him New Jeff. You, Jeff. Um, I think the, the way that this season started, very similar. They, like, rocked up on a cruise ship. Yeah. Actually, you know what? There was kind of something weird happening with the first episode of this season of Survivor because, like, like a many seasons I've seen in, of American Survivor, they rock up on a ship with, like, all these different types of supplies, and most of them are bullshit. 
right? There's like bamboo, like a bunch of bamboo, even though you're going to an island with just bamboo fucking everywhere. <laughs> and there's did coconut. Anybody, anybody... Oh, there's like three, three of them like running over. Quick, get the bamboo. Um, and they've got so like there this... were morons that decided, yeah, bamboo is what we need to survive in this grueling wasteland. Yeah, which full of bamboo. <laughs> Um, there was bamboo, coconuts, again, something that they can find everywhere. Um, and, a, like, a few useful bits and pieces. But, honestly, almost everything um, would not survive the, the, the trip, like, would not survive salt water. Like, there was a bunch of food and shit that just definitely wouldn't survive salt water. Was there just, water. like, a bunch of bread and... Uh, I don't think there was anything like bread, but there was, Grains like, and rice? There was definitely rice, which, first, like, which is... If it gets wet, it's ruined. So yeah. that's definitely not happening. Anyway, there was just a bunch of that. Um, they pull out these two rafts and they go like, start, and the new Jeff just starts explaining the basic survival plan, right? We're going to split you into teams um, that we've totally, totally thought of beforehand. This is scripted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reality show. So of course it's scripted. Yeah. Um, and uh, everyone's got to throw whatever they can get on the raft. Yeah. which is like a big net yeah. with a frame, jump into the water and then push the raft to shore and onto like a little square. Um, the difference was that only the only the group that got onto the mat first kept anything in their raft. Okay. So it's that kind of like so, you meant so to not bring a lot? Was there any kamikazes? <laughs> No, although, so, uh, but, uh, sort of, because at the end, like, the, the blue team was really struggling behind. Um, like, when we, Liv and I were watching it, there's, like, a pink team and a blue team, and they did, like, a bunch of intros. So, it came across to, like, uh, Lockie, who's, like, this big, handsome dude. Like, last season, we had a few um, girls whose, like, main thing was that they were sexy. You know, like, that, yeah, was, that cl- was just Classic it. Survivor. That was just it. Um, you know, and they do those standard interviews where it's like, you know, I, I, I'm, I look really hot, but really dangerous. <laughs> um, I've got the wrapped around my finger. Yeah. Uh, this time around, uh, there's, there's probably a lot more, uh, man candy going on. So they've got like big hunky locky. Um, and we were interested in him. He seemed cool. Uh, we saw Mark nicknamed Tarzan. He's just like a beast of did, a man. Did, it was, it was it like a self. He's a given, granddad. Was it a self-given nickname? Oh, uh, actually, I don't Wait, know. Did he just be like? Did he just like introduce himself and say, "Hi, my name's Mark," but all no, my friends no, call I, me. I think someone hi, else. Or hi, it. my name is Tarzan. It's because they have two marks, and they had to give oh, okay, one of them a so nickname. That, so yeah, okay. I think it's that probably a studio thing. He introduced himself as Mark. He's fa- he's fair dinkum. He's a granddad. He's just is here he, to have a good old time and a is, nice is, holiday. Is he also going to sneak up on them like like, <laughs> like, Kung, Fu like Kung Fu Panda? No, and he didn't have any quips about um, cafe, cafe lattes. lattes. He did reference his left nut three times in the first 20 minutes of the first episode. <laughs> so there's hope. Oh, wow. um, but he, yeah, he seemed really cool. There's a few other guys. There was There's a dude who's a... Oh, God. There's a guy... It, there's always a few of them each season that have this idea that they're going to be sneaky bastards, but they don't really have any idea how to actually... Oh, fuck. I ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined it. I ruined everything. Please forgive me. They don't have actually any idea how to be sneaky. So what ends up happening is they just start lying about stuff, but just stuff that doesn't matter. Just start lying. (laughs) 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 I know how to be sneaky. So there's this guy with like this long hair who was like a tradie. Yep. Um... 
someone, I think leave a few in the comments, just let me know what his name is. I've totally forgotten. But, uh, Trady bloke. Yeah. He came in with his grand master plan, uh, where they interviewed him where he's like, man, you know what? I think Trady might be a bit too standoffish. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretend to be a yoga instructor because that'll, <laughs> that'll, <laughs> that'll get everybody on side. Everybody loves yoga instructors. Right up until the point where someone's like the inevitable fucking happens and someone says, oh, should we do some yoga? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his plan was to be a yoga instructor because I guess yoga instructors are less threatening. You know what else is, is less than threatening? <sighs> what? Not knowing how to do yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yoga. That's that's pretty oh, non-threatening. I mean, yeah, they've got that. Um, <clears throat> there was, uh, there's like a woman called Sam who, um, like that's your, that's your name. That's my name. Yeah, who just straight up just starts listing problems that she has, like problems that mean that you definitely shouldn't go on Survivor. Like she's <laughs> like, I'm a very paranoid person by nature. You know, like it just does like. <laughs> <laughs> I hate being outside. I yeah. get sunburnt very easily. Yeah. I also have leukemia. Yeah, so. I, I need to feel like I'm really in control. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, who else? There was a few, a few other interesting people. There was the guy who had, who was like this. There was Asian fella, seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, who had long hair, right? He had long hair. Okay, and um, that was. Like, he, he just started talking about how, like, I'm here for the misfits. I'm here for, like, the real weirdos. There's nothing wrong with him. He's just, his hair's just slightly He's just a dude with, with longer yeah, hair. but he thinks he's a champion for, I think, outcasts or something. Um, anyway, all those people were put on the same team. Um, and I quickly realized that I'm going to have to, like, sit through watching one team so I can get back to the pink one. <laughs> um, so is it going to be... So if they... Have they maybe fucked up a bit already... By putting all the misfits on one team, and is is there like already um, a standout super team? Well, you'd think, right? Yeah, but uh, so far, Pink's been losing every immunity challenge. So, yeah, hang on, are they? Are they? So the, that's the team the with all the people team? that you know. Yeah, are they the, the all the? Is it like the, the guy with the long hair and the yeah and, yeah and Tarzan yeah? So the misfit guy team. with long hair, Tarzan, big sexy guy, they're all in the same same group. Yeah. And they've been losing. They've been losing. The mis- so the, mis- been- the misfits have been losing. Yeah, the misfits have been losing. Okay, yeah, that's what I would yeah. expect. There is right? one. Don't, don't. I mean, correct. That that is what you'd expect. Yeah. Like the the misfits that all don't work together and it all. Or all yeah, the I suppose they're like all, the actual they're all like the big guys. Oh, okay, so it's it's surprising that they're, and they're winning all the um other stuff. Like just the, seems like, or, or like the athletics the challenges and yeah. Um, there's that, there's a really fantastic relationship going on between this one dude who is called Lucas, who's like a sweetie, but he is an absolute bogan, right? And, um, it's just a lot of like, oh, nah, man, nah, a lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, nah, yeah, That's nah, how he finishes yeah. every sentence, which is fine. He's kind of fun. Um, he's married, he's got, uh, he's going to buy his wife, take his wife out for dinner with however much money like that takes out of the 500,000 and he's probably going to buy himself a nice car with the rest. <laughs> um, it's 500 grand though, isn't it? Yeah. That's a not insignificant amount no, of money. It's not. It's definitely not. Um, uh, he's really shacked up with Jericho, who's a... Who is Jericho? Very, That's... very flamboyant, feminine uh, guy. Um, little, uh, little dude. Yeah. Um, 
And the only person who seems completely oblivious to this is Luke. And so Luke's, Luke's just running around like, oh, he's like, oh, I got my little buddy, my little best mate. Jericho's thinking something totally different. Like the best, the best scene from this entire thing, the entire season so far has been when like they had a cold night where it's all raining and um, Lucas is just explaining how like, look, you know, man, he's a little guy and, um, and you know, I'm, I'm, we're best mates and I'm warm and he was cold and, you know, it was just, it was just something that worked. And you like, you see like, <laughs> like them just like really cuddling up for warmth <laughs> and like <laughs> Lucas is there with this look on his face like, oh, I'm a helpful kind of guy. And then like, it cuts back to like Jericho's face, like on the other side of him with this like, yes, yeah, <laughs> like a smile. Um, they're the best, they're the best couple on the so, so they're, they're the first developing couple. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas has no idea that he's part of the first developing couple, <laughs> but, um, that almost makes it better. Doesn't that's it? happening. Yeah. I think that's everybody. The other Mark's kind of interesting. He's your, uh, he's our second version of that woman who was like a private investigator. And she was like, I'm a private investigator. I know people. I'm going to get inside their heads. And she like immediately got voted out. Oh, really? Yeah. Because she, she, was, because, all, because she was a bad private investigator. <laughs> oh, so, so the new guy, did he get Oh, the, no, the, the, so the new guy is a former special ops uh, soldier. Right. Which he brings up at the beginning of every single sentence I think he's ever said to the camera. Like, in my 15 years as a special operative, I've learned, like, and then it just, like, <laughs> goes on like that. I mean, I have no doubt the guy could probably, like, I don't know, kill me with a swift knife to the back of the spine, but it's not really the skills that you need to bring to survive. <laughs> Um, it's a good season. So, so who got voted off in episode one? Episode one was uh, Joan, um, who didn't walk around banging on about cafe latte drinking bastards. Unfortunately, so she wasn't quite as good as the first voter off from season one. Dead. Yeah. Um, I think the general consensus was that Joan was quite large, and she sucked at challenges. And she kept sleeping well. What? Yeah. So, so she so, had she so she had to go. <laughs> so she just like the asshole that like just gets up in the morning. And she just... woke up the first morning and she, she woke up and like everyone was having trouble adjusting to like sleeping on the ground. Like sleeping on the ground, and they just finished off like three interviews where everybody was saying that. Um, and then did it cut to an interview it, with her saying, oh, I slept like a well, baby. Well, she just like woke up in the middle of everybody and was like, oh, I slept like just, I was just out like a light. And you can see like, these people just, like, <laughs> ready to just gut her now. Um, so she got voted off purely out of spite, really, I think. Wow. Um, I'm trying to remember the order of, of uh, who was, who was next to go. Um, next to go. Has there been someone every episode? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe you should watch it, and I won't. I won't spoil it for you. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, I might watch it. I probably will watch it. Well, I you, mean, if we're if we're going to commit here, here and now to this podcast thing that we're going to do, yeah, then possibly I should watch it. You but should, you, know. you should watch it. Do you, well, do you remember um, the teacher from last season, the one who like yes went insane in like the um, the little hut that they send people who already voted off. I never watched that, but I oh. I know I know who you were talking about. Yeah, um, there's there's essentially a new version of him, like a guy who came in. He's like called AK, and he's like a real dude who's like seen every episode of Survivor on his couch. Right. Um, he's just a, he's just a real fan. Yeah, and he like came, like came into the interview like first day, and he was like, 
I'm ready to I'm ready to strategize. I'm ready to come in and shake things up. I'm a mover. Like people haven't introduced themselves to each other yet, right? And like he's busy. He, he immediately just starts running around trying to talk to everybody. Meanwhile, you got um this girl who's very country. She's a barrel racer. Someone tell me Sorry, what that is. What the fuck? Someone tell me what a barrel racer is. I think it's something. Is I'm, that? Is I, that I'm, like... I think it's something to do with horses. Oh, oh, that. But a barrel chaser. So, barrel chaser, maybe. It, it's it's not that thing from the second Hobbit movie where they jump in barrels and go down the lake. It could be. It could. I hope it is. <laughs> um. Uh, so she like ate some bad food, some bad coconut or something the first night. So AK decides to get up in the middle of the night. Bad coconut. She she gets up, like runs off to start just hurling. Right. Yeah. And as she's throwing up, right, like mid th- mid vomit, AK standing next to her, being like, "You know, I think we could be a tight two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just, oh, it was just, insane. Just strategizing it, it was really, really the wrong moment. It was insane how he thought that was a good idea. Anyway, AK is still around somehow. Um, he managed to essentially, like. He bas- I, mean, I mean, the first few, like, weeks, yeah. really, are just kind of... It's a bit of a crapshoot, really, to... Um, okay. to um, uh, like, like it, it's all pretty much luck yeah. of who actually gets voted That's out. true. And then there's a lot of, like, pol- like straight-up schoolyard politics that goes yeah. on. Um, it's uh, usually the guys who were, the, like, bullies or popular people... Just like that, that comes out again, and you just like pull in a group, and then just push out all the outsiders. Um, but yeah, this but, guy... I, but I mean, as we saw last season in Survivor, an outsider actually Ooh, won yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, old Christy. Yeah, we got some. As far as challenges go, they've definitely been better. Like when I was watching the first season, um, I kept saying that the challenges were significantly shittier than they were in actual American Survivor. Like, it just felt like there was just a lot of breaking shit. I don't know if you noticed that, just a lot of throwing shit at stuff, like, to, to smash tiles or smash something. That was all the challenges were. Um, I can I can see that, I think this time around, they've gotten a little bit of a bigger budget, which is good. But Australian Survivor, it's total bullshit and awful TV, but it's fun. It's fun. I'd recommend it, especially if you come home from like a tired, like you're tired, hard day at work. I can't watch something um, intellectual right now. I need to just yeah. see people make fools of themselves on Australian Survivor. Yeah, I remember when I was watching the first season of Australian Survivor, it was when I was catching up with Westworld, which I'd neglected to watch for a long time. Yeah. So you go from just the yeah. like harrowing craziness of Westworld yeah. to um to just to just the mind fuckery of, of westworld to the mind fuckery of <laughs> of, <survival. laughs> of australian survivor kung, come at him like kung fu panda yeah cafe latte <laughs> oh shit man that guy was great yeah absolutely and, great yeah anyway so um i suppose i'll watch it i guess yeah you have to watch it we're gonna do i have to podcast. i have to watch it we're gonna do a podcast come about on, Peter. it it can't just be a one-sided conversation get, you, get your shit together yeah um that might be Australian Survivor for now. Do you want to talk about Dunkirk? Yeah. So yeah. I went and saw Dunkirk, which is new Christopher Nolan movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but I've seen all of his movies and they're all pretty bloody great. 
And this is a very, uh, in a lot of ways, it's a very non-Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan movie in that it's a, it's not like all about being a big mindfuck, like The Prestige and Inception and Memento and and stuff like that, that he does really, really well. I just realized that that is all he does, isn't it? But then he also did the Batman movies. Yeah. Um, And then this is something very different, but... Really, what it boils down to is just a very, very incredibly, insanely well-made war movie. Okay. And I really don't want to overhype it for people, but it is absolutely fantastic. Which is really surprising to me, I think. When I saw that trailer, I just assumed, like, oh, that's another, like, war movie. It's going to be a bit of, like, uh, we're all going to have a bit of a patriotism wink. Um, and we're going to see and, some and things it, that aren't get blown off. Hacksaw Ridge style. Yeah, and it's it's really not that. It's not. It doesn't go crazy overboard with with the violence. It's not gory at all, um, compared to uh, like Hacksaw Ridge or um, Saving Private Ryan or anything like that. Yeah, it's not gory at all. It's like I think it has an M rating, not MA. So okay, that gives you a bit of an idea. It's um. Most of all, it's just tense for for most of the movie. Yeah. Um. So this the it's sort of told in a really interesting way. It's um, uh, it's uh told from three different perspectives mm. and sort of three different time periods. So you've got the like soldiers on the ground who are trying to get out at Dunkirk, um, which sort of starts off a week before or. Yeah, a week before the end of the movie. Right. Then you've got the Air Force pilots, which... Sorry, then you've got the... Um, the, ne- the next group that's followed is um, uh, this old man and his son. And they're like a, another friend, like little boy from the village. Yeah. Um, the, the British Navy calls in all the, um, all the uh, like privately owned sail yacht like weekend yachts and that kind of thing to come and get the soldiers from Dunkirk because they don't have the the ships and stuff to do it okay um that's the, those are the guys you really see in the trailer as well yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and so that's the other group and that's that starts the day so the day before the end of it spoiler alert the Nazis lose that's the best thanks comment I've, I've seen so far classic Jenkins yeah classic Jenkins um <laughs> fuck Jenkins um uh yeah, so that starts a day before the end of the movie, and then there's also the fight follows fighter pilots, one of which is um is uh buddy what's his name? The guy that was Bane. The guy that Tom was Hardy. Bane. Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom man. Hardy as a as a fighter ace, and that's like an hour before the end of the movie. The guy that was And kind of it as as it's all going along, it's like all conver- all the sort of stories crossing over each other and converging into one and Sort of, and the quirk is that they're all, it's kind of all told out of order, but it all links in together and converges at the end. Okay. Um, and it's just insanely well made, I think. Anyway, it's it's a very gripping, engaging story. It's not insanely long, like almost lot, all the other war movies I've seen, or, or even like. almost all the other Christopher Nolan movies. Like yeah, the last true. Batman was like over three hours long or something insane like that. That was a good movie. It was an okay movie. I really enjoyed that. I think I I I was actually like on the other side of the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier kind of like thing where people just get into it in a big way, and sometimes you just can't for the life of you understand why. I remember walking in that cinema and just being like, 
the fuck did, did I just watch this? It was <laughs> different to everybody else. Um, all right, I have look, to watch we, Dunkirk. We, we, could, we could get into it, but you know, yeah, I have to watch Dunkirk then. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it's just really well told. It's nice and succinct, and it's not a massive like. It's 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 not like a massive patriotic wank fest, yeah. like a lot of like a lot, a lot of, of war movies. movies are. Yeah, and I it's mean, and it's not it's not just about like oh the horrors of war and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Which it's I'm just, really really over at this point. I think it, when we it, watched Fury, yeah, that was like that tipping point for me. Where Fury was is like a quintessential. Um, Look at how fucking terrible it was, you know, yeah. like um, movie, and it just it kind of just really grates on you after a while i think where you like after you've seen a certain amount of like innocent people get blown up you just really over it yeah and this is like it, it, a lot of the shots and stuff look like they would have been really really difficult to shoot like it looks like the kind of movie that logistically would have been really difficult there's like hundreds and hundreds of extras they're yeah. on these they're using all this old like historical equipment and and that's really impressive to watch. Um, Get some but yeah, it, it all just there. it all just comes together really well. Harry Styles of One Direction fame <laughs> is is in it, and he's not a terrible actor. Oh which, yeah, someone mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's not a terrible actor. He's not a terrible. Come actor. on, Peter. I think we all want to hate him. Can you just tell us that he was a bad actor? No, he's not. It's <sighs> just it's just an all round good film. That's rough. Um, so I, I but, should see that. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, if you're watching live on the podcast, stop watching us, I guess, and go watch Doug Kirk. Well, no, maybe don't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, we would just wait and then go and watch Doug Kirk. Maybe yeah. you can come with me. Um. Okay, so... But yeah, like, absolutely, definitely yeah. go watch Doug Kirk because it's, it's really good. I think it's a really good movie also to speak about on the podcast. Yeah. Because... Um, I think there'd probably be a fair amount of people like me who looked at this and just assumed mm, this wouldn't be for me. It's going to be like a, like a really gritty war movie. And I, I'm not into that. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it is tense and war movie ish, I guess, but it's just pulled off really effectively. Yeah. Like go, go see it. It's the best movie out in the cinemas at the moment. Better really? than better than Spider Man, Sam. Fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it is. It's yeah. It, it'll it'll be. There'll be there'll be Oscar nominations for for Dunkirk. Really? For sure. Yeah. It's has Tom Hardy incredible. won an Oscar? The internet? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's kind of all we've got time for on this episode. On this forty nine point five. I think I wanted to talk about something else. Oh really? Just but we've just, been going for, for a little 47 bit. Minutes, I know Sam. we've been going for forty seven minutes, but we can we can jump in for a little bit longer. I mean I suppose. Okay. Someone else just joined. We can hang out for a little bit. Alright. Um I <laughs> I was engaged in a very adult You're engaged? I'm engaged. No <laughs> <laughs> Although <laughs> Announcing here after live on a beer with Sam and Peter. Sam I, is engaged. After I came back from New Zealand, that's that someone asked me that like I, th- I think I got asked that maybe like four times. And I know that Liv got asked that as well many times. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe New Zealand's just an engagement spot and I didn't, I had no idea. But, um, man. But, I had, but you went on holiday to New Zealand for a week and you didn't come back engaged. And everybody just expected that for some reason. I did have a really great time though. I really, I screwed up my toenails to a significant extent that's really <laughs> quite gross. 
Um, but I had a really awesome time and no one got hurt, which is the main thing when you're skiing and snowboarding and stuff. Would you ever go? Would you ever go skiing? I've been skiing a bunch of times. Have you? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I didn't get any advice from you before I went. I've, I've never been snowboarding. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. My skiing advice is don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't fall over. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't fall over. Don't be, be silly, I guess. And yeah. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> don't die. You know? Yeah. We had a, um. We had a package where you would have, uh, you got like instructors each day yeah. in the morning and then it, in, in the afternoon. Um, and it was like, it was like Hogwarts. It felt like I was getting the sorting hat every time I came in. Like after the first day where you just, you're all in the same group. Yeah. And the instructor is like more often than not, just like the sweetest person they have on offer. You know, someone who, who can just really make you feel like less embarrassed about it, the fact empower that you just, you, yeah, to... you just come off continuously. Um, so I was feeling really good about that. I was like a big fish in a little pond having a good time. And then I came in the next day and like the six, like they had like six instructors up on this hill and all the snowboarding guys. And like the French dude was just like, okay, now we send you down one run to begin with, uh, with a partner, you do your best. And uh, from that, we see where you are and we put you in a group. And so I like immediately began panicking because I wanted to do well. Because he wanted to be in the best group. Yeah. Ended up doing really well, which was the worst possible thing that could have happened to me. I just got into the top group um, with this French dude uh, who was a really great snowboarder. Maybe not a great teacher, but a, a really good snowboarder. And I'd gone from like being in the crash um, to like being with this guy who was just like, okay, guys, now I believe the way that we learn is we just throw things at you. And you know, you survive them and you get better. <laughs> so, so we go do one green run and we'd, we'd done like, like on the last day, we'd done like a green one or a, a green run or something like that. Like there's an easy, easy runs are green, intermediates are blue and um, tough runs are black. Yeah. Um, so it's like, we do one, one green run. Then if you do okay with that, which I think you will, we do one, we do one blue one, you know? And then we go up and we do the really tall blue one that starts off with the black, you know, just right on the top. And <laughs> we just like all looked at each other and it was that thing like, I'm sure I wouldn't have said yes to that by myself, but, but with that the, group of guys, the, the group thing. Yeah. I was like, if you're going, I guess I'm going too. Um, so we ended up doing that. I went down the green run. It was absolutely fine. Having a blast. Went down the blue run. It was a little scary, but you know, I got there. And then we got on this other one and we started going up this separate, um, chairlift up and up and up and up and up the top. Took us like 15 minutes on the chairlift to get to the top. And we, when we got to the top, that was it. We were there. We were on the peak. I could, there was like a pointy bit behind me, Peter, and that was it. <laughs> it just went down from there. Um, and that's when like a snow, the snowstorm hit us. So I'm sitting on top of this mountain and I'm having this moment of like, oh, I'm terrible. This isn't going to go well at all. <laughs> this is all just I like immediately regret this decision. And he like puts on his goggles, has to yell over the, over the, wind in the snow now yeah and he's like okay just you know have fun with it i'll see you on the bottom and he just like just disappears from view into the <laughs> white house <laughs> um just going off uh, into the mist and doing that run so that run was meant to take 30 minutes which is a very long time um for just one one run down the mountain i think anyway hmm. and i'm sure it took me like way long an hour yeah and then i just finally got down to the end collapsed it just just a heap of sadness and fear. Um, and it was never quite the same since. I just sort of lost, I lost that like, <laughs> that magic confidence. Yeah. 
it's a tough it's a tough thing but i, I had a really good time ruined my nails um but had a good time we watched all yeah. of lord of the rings i went out and that, that's pretty appropriate for for going to new zealand did you go to the you you were just skiing right but did you go to like the, the yeah. hobbit hole thing uh, we didn't go there we didn't go to hobbiton oh. um that's a little bit of ways from queenstown but um we drove to paradise um which is the area that they took uh, i think peter jackson went there one of the first places that he, that um he went in new zealand and sort of decided definitively like this is what i want middle earth to look like middle earth will be like this new zealand um but it's also the place that he took um ian mckellen and a, and a bunch of the other fellowship actors uh to like give like just show them it's like just say like this is don't worry it's gonna work this is what it's gonna look like kind of thing to get them into it yeah um and you had to go on a bit of like an off-road track to get there but and so we had this like little corolla that we'd hired um <laughs> but when, when, when we picked it up the woman, was, the woman just, was just like uh oh you have full coverage it's like oh that's fine yeah you paid for our full coverage service you know we could take off you could take off a window we don't care we don't, we don't give a shit <laughs> um so i took that to mean it's an off-road Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think it went, went quite well. We did like a little creek crossing. In the Corolla? <laughs> it's a little creek crossing. It was like nothing. You never cross <laughs> running water, Sam. Um, it was great. It was great fun. And we did end up in this place. That did, did, you get awesome. any, did you get any comments when you got it back? Just... No, no, no. I mean, it went fine. It was just a bit dirty. Um, so, yeah, we checked out some Lord of the Rings places. And uh, when... I like we decided yes we have to watch all three Lord of the Rings while we're there, so I had to buy them, and we sort of got the idea when we were in like the um we went to like a shopping center like a Woolies which isn't named Woolies there still Woolies it's like Burger King they got a different name for it there. Is it still like West Farmers? Yeah, it's still West Farmers still got the same W emblem and everything just a different yeah. name. What's it called? Oh, I can't remember. Fuck <laughs> Sam, I can't remember. You can look it up. Um. We went there and there was a shop across the road, which I'd, I'd love to have here. It was like a Kmart kind of thing um, that was a 24-7. Yeah. So like... 24-7 Kmart. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. So, so like, you can go and buy like cheap pots and pans yeah, exactly, at one exactly. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And they ha- I was like, oh, if it's Kmart, like it's going to have a like a electronic section. This is our last chance. Um, and I really, really, really needed to pee and that's important for this story <laughs> so i like ran in there and i started i started i realized like oh this is actually a seriously bad situation here um like <laughs> I, I really needed to go but i need those dvds and you know they've got like the dv section like a to b lined up yeah so i started doing I, I mean i was in a foreign country no one knew me so i started doing laps of i couldn't stand still so i started doing laps of the store so i'd like run by it's called countdown I, I, apparently yeah, i'd have the a look. new zealand woolies oh, new zealand woolies equals countdown thank you that's that's an odd name for a i guess woolies is too but, but it's like woolworths it was owned by the woolworths family or something i'm guessing maybe i don't know. i think so. i'm pretty sure that's how it started that's that's how coles would have started maybe countdown named after it, a person counting countdown you got to countdown to dinner i don't fucking know anyway you were just about to piss everywhere yeah. in this, in this Woolies. <laughs> yeah and so i like i literally like made a lap through the electronic section was like went through like a sections a to d it was like nope <laughs> like did another one <laughs> like tried to find the letter again 
picked up fellowship, picked up the other one. Like I just eventually got it. And then unlike my third lap round, holding these DVDs in my hand, came around the corner and saw the bathroom. <laughs> so there was so you've been circling yeah. it the entire time. So then time. I just like dashed into the bathroom. Then I got in trouble because I realized I'd taken the DVDs in there and <laughs> thought I was going to steal them. Um, I eventually came out with all three. Uh, and a security guard. And a security guard. And, yeah. Um, we ended up we ended up watching them, which is good because I think they're New Zealand like area code. So I don't even know if I'll be able to watch them here. Probably. Right? Probably. I'm not sure. Anyway, that's all I did in New Zealand, basically. You watched Lord of the Rings and almost died on a mountain. Yeah. I had some great fun. That, on I mean, that's that's died. that's like the, the core of any good skiing adventure, I feel, yeah. is, is almost dying on a mountain. Yeah. Oh, and I, uh, we, we went on a um, seriously fucked up hike uh, that did look really good, like nice and easy. Yeah. Nice ease into hiking. Um, but all of the stuff that I'd looked at on my phone to check it out earlier was like in summer. All the reviews were in summer. All the pictures were in summer. So it was just all covered in snow. Yeah, in winter, it was like frozen. We went, it was like a thing that like went around a mountain and then cut through it, through, Mm. through, through like a gully. And in the gully, the sun just did not hit that like all day long. So it was just frozen. It was like someone had cast a spell over the place. It was like, um, I, I was like walking along a path and then came to what I thought was a fork and then took one. And then, like, took a couple of steps and then just heard this, like, crunch. Because, like, that was just a rip. That was a little creak. Um, which could have been way worse. But, yeah. I had adventures in New Zealand. You had adventures in Marimba. I just wanted to catch everybody up on that. I'll yeah. probably talk about that next week. Next week. On, on the actual episode. Yeah. So, do you want to... I think we'll say goodbye for the um, yes. podcast. For, like, the recorded section of this. Um, and maybe hang around for a little bit online but in terms of the podcast guys thank you for listening yes um, thank you thank you for joining us on this our first ever live episode yeah i'm i'm hoping it went well it looks like everything went well this was really just we, yeah we had more than just you know one person tuning in and and watching so yeah and this so was that's encouraging this was just to test the audio i think it works fine like let me see if anybody else thinks it's okay um and as well as the the video i think the video looks good um yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna heavily advertise for the actual live episode. Which yeah, is gonna that's be gonna be weekend. around this time uh, next Saturday. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll put up we'll put up multiple posts, yeah. letting everybody know the exact time and everything. You can turn up. I think we'll yeah. also advertise what beer we're gonna drink, so you can drink it along with so us and have drink a it beer along with us. us. Yeah, but thank you for everybody to turning up. Um, for our audio only listeners, I think we'll say goodbye now. Yeah, you can actually. Um, Log on to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash a beer with Sam and Peter. That's us. Uh, and see the uh, archived video of this stream. Yeah. So it's really worth doing because <laughs> because at the very start of this, there was just no one, no one watching, no one to see us like just uh, flounder around, flounder and, around, and, you know. Yeah. I, I like put on the, put on the live stream on my phone as well. Just and like had it going through my earbud and I thought that would be okay. Because I'd seen like people, guys on radio shows, you know how they're listening to themselves? Yeah. But there was such a significant delay. <laughs> it just, yeah, you just couldn't It ended talk. up being one of those things. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but like, it's like a speech disruptor. Yeah. Where it's like playing you. Like, he plays you like a half a second behind or, yeah, or so, like even that. less than that. Like, it was horrific. And then I would yeah. scream because 
because uh, that's always fun to it do. Was, yeah, because that's always fun to do. And I was panicking. And then I would forget about it. And then like half a second later, I would scream. I could hear the scream coming into my ear. It's worth having a look at the log. Yeah. Um, and also just keep in mind that that's around. So if you're worried about missing the live stream uh, next weekend, uh, don't be. You can just log in. You, you can know. always watch it later, which is yeah. which is yeah super fun times. Or if you're just, you know, you can always go on iTunes. We're not going to stop being on iTunes. Yeah. No, we're going to, we're going to like record, like edit this properly and and put it on itunes but yeah uh itunes podcast is now over